Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Be Conscious Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the relationship you have with yourself. Here we go. Welcome to the Be Conscious Podcast, the show that brings you enlightened perspectives on the frequency of money, life's many challenges, and those heavy feelings that may be holding you back from living your best life. And now your host, Dr. Susan Nicholas. Hello, and welcome to the Be Conscious Podcast. This is the second episode in season one. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships. More specifically, we're going to talk about the relationship we have with ourselves. Now, as we know, there are all sorts of relationships that we're in. It's actually the foundation of our beingness here on the planet. And we have parental relationships, um, friendships, work, spousal relationships, you know, other types of romantic relationships. We have relationships with our pets. If you think more abstractly, we also have relationships with things like our cars, um, brands that we like, maybe our sports teams or bands, for for example, and even our money. You know, our relationship with money is something that I believe is overlooked by many of us. We don't realize that we're in a relationship with it. Sometimes it's a, a dysfunctional relationship, but we are in fact in a relationship with our money. But today, I really want to focus on the relationship that we have with ourselves, like the relationship with self, because it is the foundation of all other relationships that we have. And I think it's truly the most important relationship to cultivate. And I would argue that it's often the most overlooked relationship, because if you think about it, All the other relationships I just mentioned, all the ones that we're used to, our first relationships with parents, our friendships, our workships, etc. Those are all outward facing relationships, if you will. Like it's outside of us. It's something that we cultivate with another individual or even thing. Where the relationship with self is an inner looking relationship. It's an inside job. It's the conversations we have with ourselves. It's the things that we tell ourselves. Sometimes it's the, the inspirations, the creativity that it all comes from within ourselves, the ideas, the thoughts. The relationship with ourselves really begins with, I would say, accepting or understanding that we are more than the image that we view in the mirror each day, that the one that we judge, the one that we always have some sort of hang up with something we don't like about ourselves how many of us you know look in the mirror and the first thing we see is something that we don't like about ourselves or something that we're insecure about so our relationship with ourselves is far deeper than that one it's the idea or the awareness that you're more than that that you're infinitely more than that you're infinitely more than the physical body I, i sometimes think of that as like a shell or a costume that we're wearing that's really almost, you know, sometimes hiding or disguising the true self. Some people call this the higher self. I I like to think of it as the 
part of you that's connected to the source of all creation, the soul of you, if you will, the, the expanse of your beingness. The person that you're seeing in the mirror each day is an incarnation, one of many incarnations. It's just your current incarnation. And what's underlying this physicalness of you is a soul lineage, like a, a, a generational, an infinite tale, something that is intangible to us in many ways, but we all know it. We all know that we're more than a body, but it's this is something that's connected back to the source of, of you, of all of it, of all of creation. And this soul of us, it carries memories. It carries energy at its core. It's energy. And I think this is what we're missing. I, I, I think the physical self is, is the kind of the tip of the iceberg analogy where the expanse of ourself, the soul of ourself, the energy of us, the infiniteness of us, that's what's beneath the surface, the expanse of the iceberg. It's so much greater than what you can see on the surface. Yet what we do is we interact and we judge and we make decisions based on the outside. Like if, you know, we decide if we like someone or if we're going to talk to them, if they're worth our time, if we're going to love someone based on what they look like on the outside, maybe what their aptitude is, what they're capable of. And you see, when we do that, we're just looking at the tip of the iceberg. And I think we've all had the experience where someone can look the part, but there's no substance. And then we've had other instances where, you know, maybe they don't look how we want them to look or what we like. There's depth and there's talent and there's there's love or, or friendship or something much deeper that can be cultivated from looking beyond the outer shell, beyond the costume. And so this is what I really want to get at today is how do we foster a relationship with the inner self? Some will call this the higher self. How do we hear the voice of the inner self? And I think there's a distinction to be made with this because what we think we're hearing when we hear the mind chatter, sometimes the grievances, when we hear the laundry list of things going through our head, when we have fears and doubts and all the things that, you know, cycle through our brains, um, we think that's ourself, that's our inner voice. But really the inner self is the listener of all that chatter. It's the observer of all things. And this inner self, the true inner self, the soul of you, it has a softer, more resolute voice that is often over-dominated by the chatter, like it's drowned out by the chatter. And so the question becomes, how do we quiet the mind? Some, some call this the ego part of us. Um, how do we quiet that and hear the inner self? How do we overcome the mind chatter? How do we break it? I like to think of it like lifting the needle off of the old gramophone records where there's this cycle, there's this repeated chatter going on over and over inside your head. And then how do you lift the needle? Because it's only when we do that, that we can finally hear the inner self. Now the inner self also shows up as our intuition, like our gut feeling. But sometimes our mind will overtake that, you know, we'll decide that there's a fact 
or an outside validation that trumps our, our gut. But the soul of us communicates with us through our emotions, through our feelings, through those gut feelings, through our intuition. And even though we may not hear it speak in that way, we perceive that as a feeling. It's a way of communicating with us. And there is still even a higher way or a different way of that communication. And that is when you can hear your voice speak. So you ask a question of yourself and then you can hear the answer. And our feelings work with that as well, because you'll notice when you begin to develop this relationship with yourself, when you begin to quiet the mind, when you begin to trust your intuition, that when you do the actions that are required, that, that are spoken to you from your higher self, you actually feel better. Now, this may be despite it not being clear why you're doing it, or it may not, you may not see the end of it or know the outcome, but you'll feel calm and resolute inside. You'll feel that everything is going to be okay. That is the trust that will be cultivated from the investment in yourself, the investment of time, the healing of yourself to finally hear your inner voice. Like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. How would you describe your relationship with money? Did you ever imagine that your deepest feelings and beliefs about money could be preventing you from acquiring all the wealth that you desire? Click the link below in the show notes to learn more about Dr. Nicholas's highly sought after Frequency of Money program to positively transform your relationship with money. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Let's talk about how can we unpack the ego, the mind, the chatter, the noise to finally begin to hear our inner selves? And where does this trust come from? The trust of the intuition, the trust of the higher self. Where's the root of that trust? Now, I'll, I'll say right off that trusting in yourself is not going to come from any outside physical fact or thing or the government or your friends or your job or a paycheck, nothing like that. That's not where that security comes from. That security comes from a trust, a trust in the universe. More, more specifically, a trust in the benevolence of the universe. And so I think when we go into cultivating a relationship with ourselves, there's one fundamental question that we must ask ourselves. And that is, do we trust in a benevolent universe? This is really something from Albert Einstein or other existentialist thought leaders from our past and our, our, our present. Do you trust in a benevolent universe, that we are a part of a benevolent universe, one that only wants to serve you, that acts only in your highest good? Even if what occurs in your life doesn't feel like it's in your highest good, it doesn't feel good all the time. It, sometimes it feels scary or sometimes it feels sad or sometimes it feels overwhelming, but it's, it's really a trust that everything that you are experiencing, no matter the level of discomfort or the unpalatability of it, sometimes that's in your highest good, that you 
that you are experiencing it so you can learn and evolve, so you can you can actually mature your eternal soul. So I think that we are embodiments of energy. And that energy we like, you know, we commonly call the solar spirit. Whatever, it doesn't matter what you call it. But we we know this. We know that there's something more to us than our physicalness. That when we die, the body remains, but whatever was the essence of us, it it moves on. It it leaves the body. And so I'm talking about this essence of us that leaves. This is really a conversation about the interplay of essence and form. So if we think about the essence of us, the soul of us, the spirit of us, the energy of us, the life body, the life energy of us versus the life body of us, from where does that come and what is the source of trusting in it? And it really comes back to the universe because this is from where it comes. The soul isn't born of the earth. And so we cannot look to earthly things or constructs for its sustenance in a sense or for the answers to it. It comes innately from within us, from the depth of this energy of us, from the soul of us. And that is a place of trusting that the source of all things, the source of you is all knowing, thereby you are all knowing. And that by doing this inner work, this inner journey, what I call it, this work of introspection, this process of going inward, asking the questions of yourself, not of society, not of politicians, not of money makers and changers, but of yourself. What is the truth in yourself? This is where that, where the answers come from. But we have to trust that the universe is working in our highest good. If we're going to trust what it it's asking of us what it wants us to do, what it wants us to be, what it wants us to, how it wants us to evolve. If we're going to have a trusted relationship with ourselves, So really the core, do I trust that I am a part of a benevolent universe? That everything I experience is in my highest good? That is the question that we must ask ourselves. And in times when there are difficulties in the outer world, when the bills aren't getting paid, you don't know where the next is coming from, it's hard to trust in that because the physical feels so real. But I'm telling you, the energy of you, the soul of you is even more so, like even more real, if you will. Because again, these bodies are a shell. They're magnificent. They're amazing. They allow us to have varied life experiences, so many magnificent life experiences on a third dimensional planet on the earth. But really what is essential is in the soul. When we finally find ourselves in this place of desiring to know ourselves from what we are, who we, who we are, where we come from, what is our purpose, when we begin asking those questions of ourselves, the relationship with yourself is of the highest importance because this is where the inspiration will come from, from this that the knowing comes from. It's an innate knowing. And some of us will go through life trying to achieve things, earn money, titles, awards, status, only to come full circle back to the inner self, to the these very fundamental questions of who am I and what is my purpose. None of of those journeys, none of those occupations, none of those trials are an error or a mistake. 
They are all designed to bring you back to this fundamental truth of yourself. Because it's usually when all else fails, when despite everything that I do, everything that I've trusted, everything that I've learned fails to bring me wholeness inside, fulfillment, that I begin this inner process of of self-awareness. It is from the place of desiring to know who you truly are, from where you honestly come, what is your true purpose, what is the root of your drive, your inspiration, your motivations, that you can begin embarking upon this very magical inner journey into higher awareness and awareness of yourself. Cultivating a relationship with yourself is a fundamental requirement of conscious awareness, of enlightenment, if you will, of truly fulfilling your purpose for serving humanity in the way that you know that you want to and you can, but maybe you haven't been able to do it or find what it is that you are meant to do and be, to find this understanding, to have this knowing. It is not intellectual. It is about feelings. It is about purpose. It is about passion. It is about ideas. It is about inspiration. This information comes from within and it begins with quieting the mind and developing a relationship with yourself. The relationship with yourself is the most fundamental relationship that you will have in the third dimension in this current incarnation and any incarnation. The relationship with yourself is most foundational and fundamental to living the life of your dreams, to doing what it is that you are meant to do, to living your highest purpose. Now, how do we cultivate a relationship with ourselves? I talked about quieting the mind, quieting the chatter, and I'm going to share an exercise with you on how I did this. Because during my conscious awakening, I was full of mind chatter. It was, you know, I believed in an urban legend to have a quiet mind. I couldn't meditate. I was constantly fidgeting. I was aggravated. I had a rage inside of me and I feared it. I feared this rage that if it came out, that I couldn't put it back, that everything would collapse. Everything would fall down. All this stuff that I'd been holding up and trying to do and trying to be, it would all collapse if the rage came out. And so I was full of grievances all the things I wish I would have said or could have said that comes, you know, so much later, all the hurts and pains from childhood, from even before I could remember, I was carrying energy of shame, of pain. So how do you unpack all of that? One of the things that I did that helped me to quiet the mind and something I could always go back to that was reproducible was to acknowledge the thought that was coming through. And I would do it with my inner voice. So for example, I'm driving down the road and I have this feeling and this grievance about something that my mother-in-law said, and it would bother me. And I'd be going over and over and over to my head. And I would have these feelings surrounded it as if the feelings were as if I was experiencing it in that moment. They were so on the surface and raw. And what I would do in those moments was acknowledge it. I would say with my inner voice, I hear you. And then I would start breathing. I would do this breath work. You've probably heard of it in meditations where literally I would just focus on my breath in, out, one, two. And I would say a word like that in my mind, you know, in, out, or one, two, or humdrum to narrow my thoughts down to those two words, just down to two words. 
And that would be enough to lift the needle, to stop it, to stop it, to stop the cycle, that broken record, that thought. And I would notice when I did that, when I interrupted the thought, basically with another thought, <laughs> with, a, with a higher conscious thought, that I'm just going to focus on my breath in out. And I would begin to feel myself calm down. Like I would feel this energy, this warmth, this calming down, that rage, that irritation would begin to dissipate. And in that space of breathing in, out, one, two, I would start another story. I would, I would create another story like, okay, I understand now. Or maybe I was more immature back then. Or maybe, you know, mother-in-law, maybe she's got her own insecurities. And can I learn to have compassion for that, that it's not about me, that I'm better than that? Or maybe that what was said was untrue. And that's it. It was untrue. Maybe I forgive. Maybe I forgive myself for the, for the part that I played in it. And when I would begin to tell myself a higher story, then I realized I could only feel compassion for the person that I had the conflict with. Because I was coming from a place of love, of, of loving myself, of loving the other person, seeing that we are both in cycles of pain and fear, of insecurity. And then that's what's coming out in these conflicts, whether it's a conflict with the individual, with, with politics, with, with the world. It, it doesn't matter. It's all coming from places of fear and insecurity, of, of, of not knowing, of not knowing our true selves, not having a relationship with ourselves. And in the, that space, we can begin to love ourselves, forgive ourselves, and have compassion for ourselves. As the episodes progress, as the seasons go on of the Be Conscious podcast, we will revisit this all-important topic of cultivating a trusting and loving relationship with yourself. Thanks for listening to the Be Conscious podcast with author, TEDx international speaker, and conscious coach, Dr. Susan Nicholas. Be sure to connect with her to stay up to date with her latest news and works. Learn more about her conscious speaking platform at susannicholas.org slash speaking. Stay tuned for the next thought-provoking episode. And whether you are coming or going, looking inside or out, remember to be conscious. Be conscious.